one thing that the ATF is authorized to do is disband. You know, the right to bear arms is because that's the last form of defense against tyranny. Not to hunt, it's to protect yourself from the police. Not only no gun control, but you know, we're gonna destroy the whole concept because the internet's gonna serve guns. And we want our rights, and by God, we're gonna keep them. Come hell or high water. The E-Militia Podcast, Episode 74. You'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. Enjoy, fuckers. bring this fucking cut up watermelon and i'm like but you're gonna be like all covered in the water and then eating the fucking watermelon she's like why do you think you get sick bitch and i'm like uh all right i guess i'll eat some watermelon did did you get sick no what's up oh well you just built it when i say she never gets sick i mean she never like her immune system's built up like because she, she swims yeah. in the toxic rivers. Like, like uh, the toxic rivers of, of Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It> doesn't exist. <laughs> in the toxic lakes and whatever else. Oh, oh fuck! I, by the way, I hit record because I, I just, I liked that conversation. <laughs> she also um, eats way out of date food. Well, that no, you have found a survival partner, my oh, friend. Dude. Yeah, when when it yeah. comes to out of date food, she's like, just eat it. It's fine. That's nice. She's hardy. She's like, mouth will be cold. Finish it. It's we got a half a gallon. Yeah, quit being a pussy, Rezzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I her. Yeah, me too. I like that. Um, hello, and welcome to the E-Militia Podcast. We we do these sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'm BR, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Resurrecting Freedom, aka Rezzy, Guns and Guillotines, aka Guns, and Miss Buckles, aka buckles aka desert babushka <laughs> <laughs> um yeah how, how are you guys doing good fair yeah chugging along <laughs> i think that's everyone at this point um tired tired broke feeling kind of sick got a headache <laughs> this is that's the slowest sound like a sick rap you're about to start right there yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep on going keep on going um all i've written and Maybe that's, it'll go viral on TikTok. Yeah, that's why no one will remember your name. Um, <laughs> but no, this is the slowest collapse ever. Uh, and currently, we're going through the the MK Ultra signal has been activated phase, which is really weird. <laughs> um, Explain. Well, how many how many shootings have you seen recently? Like oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah there's been a lot. In like in like two or three weeks. Like a after lot. after like two years of relative peace, aside from you know. Like, well, is it is it though? Is it or did we just not? They weren't making a big deal about it. Well, no, that's a good point. I think yeah, every single event now is being broadcast like like the country is out. out Well, they didn't need them yet. Now they need them, so they're gonna prop them up. It's weird. It's so fucking weird. And also, what you guys were talking about just before we went on air of uh, of of course what everyone's seen now. Um, when we we shared. How do you? I'm gonna fuck up the pronunciation. Is it the Ulvade school? Uvalde, I think. I think he's closer. All right, we're, we're gonna get like a. We'll, we'll get a squad average on the pronunciation and just kind of meander through it. But Ulvade, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the the, shoot, the shooting. Um, obviously, that's that's the big one that um, you know is the headline grabber at the minute. But the weird fucking thing about that, of course, was. 
it's this really really high profile school shooting absolutely fucking horrific some some lunatic goes in um all the measures in place completely fail because government bureaucracy and you know uh like the fucking we'll, we'll get into that i don't need to bog it down yeah horrible school shooting but the cops are on scene for 75 minutes 75 fucking minutes according to cbs yeah and, and well now i believe them because it's anti-cop but <laughs> no but no i mean it, it's it's pretty fucking believable because that was kind of what they would do Dude, the day of the day of i was making memes obviously like joking as one does, does. <laughs> one does. and i had people like uh right away people were telling me that the cops that were holding the parents back and pepper spraying them were federal agents. Well, 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 federal marshals. They were. I don't know. I don't have confirmation. Okay. But like I said, the uh, I can't tell. Um, I'm not that guy who knows that much about <laughs> all the federal. But I, I had people, two or three people, the very first day, tell me they're like, "Those are federal marshals." Well, those aren't actual cops, and I'm like, well, that's weird. Well, we have, we we definitely will jump down that rabbit hole and all the other rabbit holes, but I mean, just from a base level, before we even get crazy, what we have seen on ordinary news networks is that everyone is reporting, yeah, the cops kind of sucked balls. They 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 reacted in like a pre-Columbine way, where, um, from what I know of American policing and kind of procedure with school shootings was. Uh, prior to Columbine, like nationally, that wasn't really like a. There was uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah, they they well, well, they the process for like things like this is like start a perimeter, you know, like build a perimeter and like wait out the fucking shooter instead of breaching and going in and taking care of the threat and trying to save as many lives as yes, possible. Exactly, exactly. But post Columbine, <laughs> not like that it, changed, it, but it, it, but no, post Columbine, the national. Uh, way to react was always supposed to be if you're a cop and you're on scene you go in yeah that yeah. was like this was like 98 99 they came up with this like okay like if we really want to save kids which you think everyone would go in, would go yeah. in. yeah i i can't understand a world where you I mean, you just know, we, we saw the picture going around of uh, their local SWAT team standing around in, like, multicam black with all of their guns and shit, trying to look hard and stuff. Typical, like, you know, people say you're laughing when you go to the range in full kit and, and do all of that, but these motherfuckers in multicam black in the desert are laughing hard as fuck, because the second there's... And they've, they've done, um, I believe, school shooter drills at this school... <laughs> Pretty recently well, as well. That, that's another thing. If that was like back in 98, 99, 2000, they came up with that. You just go in and they just had drills throughout that school district and that sheriff's office or local office, then what's going on? Well, yeah, all, all of that is weird as fuck. And, and then it would be one thing if you know, they were actively breaching or something, and parents were being, like, wild, trying to run into the building while they're actively sweeping it, and they don't want, like, loose, you know, adults running around in the school while they're looking right. for a shooter. But 
the motherfuckers were like taking a water break and like you know kind of camping out for 75 minutes and during that time they weren't they they had so they had enough guys on scene that they could hold down and restrain parents let's just say what is being reported is they're they're taking water breaks because i seen the pictures of cops standing around taking water breaks but they're cutting away that you can't really tell if they're actually in front of the school or not, or that was the situation where the picture was being taken. Yeah. Well, sure. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, re- regardless, it took 75 minutes from start to end for someone to go in there and, and pop the shoe. And, and was it the, was it the border patrol? Like I, I don't, this, once again, we have a really massive national event and there's such a fucking shit, um, line of, of what actually happened. I have no fucking clue who shot the guy. I don't know if it was the Border Patrol agent. I don't know if it was the team that actually breached. Like, what the fuck? And that should tell you about the whole thing. If we're this far along and no one has come with the completion, like, this is how it happened, well, they're still fabricating it. Yeah. No, they're telling that- it so they can work the conclusion out to their benefit. Right. Yeah. yeah, like I said earlier, it's fluid. So they're going to wait and see how the, you know, the populace reacts, see how, you know, what everybody's willing to believe and what the narrative is, and then change it as we go along and use what they want to. Yeah, the, the optimum narrative. Mm-hmm. Wow, how exciting. <laughs> I, I know. We're in, we're in fluid history now, gang. It's like, it's whatever the fuck is convenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they have like multiple things planned at once, and they see what pans out and what doesn't. And... You know, this is one that worked and is still working in a way. Yeah, it's well, still working. Well, it, it works in several ways. It's not just, well, this is our agenda. No, there's several agendas. They do a thing expecting a certain amount of them. Mm-hmm. And when it comes out, they delay information until they get that certain amount. It doesn't matter what the agendas are. They got to get three of the 50 they have on the list done. Even if they suspend the information, like like you said, it's weird as fuck that we still don't really know how it ended. Yeah. And there's so many factors to this. Well, sometimes that alone feels purposeful because then it's like no, you seriously. get so overwhelmed trying to figure out what's the truth what's not that you're almost like well fuck it and i don't care <laughs> yeah i get to it and i don't care anymore on to the next what's up with i, I hear Depp? a lot of <laughs> yeah yeah let's let's pay attention to johnny depp and amber Heard. that's much more important um no like the whole low trust society thing that i hear people throw around more and more and like low trust low information you're just kind of scrambling to do your life and then these horrific like incidents happen or like these really impactful things like not not saying the shooting is necessarily impactful yet to, to everyone's daily life but more just you know the inflation and shit going on you're scrambling and then these awful things go on and i i you know no good tragedy goes to waste of course now we have once again the uh the war on guns being proposed and everything but name <laughs> and it's like oh how convenient everyone fucking despises you right now all of a sudden, there's like, you know, shootings reported everywhere. And, oh, well, now it's the common sense thing to disarm the pedal. Yeah. 
and they well, well they're all poor and hungry oh. they look useful. yeah 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 Fuck well because people in survival mode I, we got time for existential crises when you know no. we, nobody cares what the powers that be are doing when they're literally just trying to get keep the roof over their head so people will just I, I haven't looked into it but i i heard the supreme court just ruled that an innocent plea doesn't necessarily give you the right to not the right how they phrase it well something like that like to like just stop you from the punishment that the state has already determined you get you're saying the that evidence of innocence isn't enough to overturn the verdict yeah and they're fine with that like just like a six three vote just, just because you have evidence that you're innocent doesn't mean you don't have to serve your sentence. All right. right. Um, Even if it's to death. I've I've just seen this. I'm trying to find what you're on about because I, I haven't heard any of this. The Supreme Court just said that evidence of innocence is not enough. Yeah. Um, and a 6-3 vote. <laughs> yeah. when, when you're saying that, you're like, but isn't that the whole point of this? The system is to because I thought you know you're supposedly it's innocent like, until proven ev- guilty. Evidence still means like truth, right? Like if you're bringing truth to the situation, they're like, "Well, we don't care about that. That's not enough." Well, well that, what is? Well, that goes have, right back to the history is fluid thing, you know? <laughs> like what the fuck? Well, that's when you have the people that make those decisions. Like that's the county attorneys and stuff that create the charges to do that kind of stuff that need the evidence that, you know, cause county attorneys are the one that drive the court system. They're the ones who want the evidence to prosecute you for the charges. And so, you know, it, but I've had county attorneys flat out tell me that who wins is who tells the best story. <sighs> no, it has, it has nothing to do with evidence. We have had offenders confess like full on, like just we have it in text message, all that kind of stuff. But you know, the jurors are idiots, or there's just a decent plea deal, or he paid for a better lawyer. At you know, there's all kinds of things, and that can work in your favor, OBS, but sometimes not. <laughs> Words of the wise. <laughs> Most times not. Well, that's the thing is now having worked so closely alongside the criminal justice system, I have figured out the trifecta of evil, and it's laziness. Uh, nep- nepotism and ego so those three things are what it's not even people like overtly wanting to be like fuck these peasants like it's not even malicious it's literally just lazy bureaucracy and this weird like hall monitor power trip that people have had since elementary school that they can like put their thumb over people and rule their lives yeesh well said, <laughs> well said indeed reach on sister yeah no seriously oh christ um yeah guys i almost wish that it was more like you know you could be like every, you know they just hate us and they want to no, and sometimes yeah, it's no. like your neighbor's just lazy and wants to clock out at five o'clock so they can go have a margarita and they're not going to file your court paperwork to keep you safe to do the thing because that you know it can literally be as benign as that like i've had detectives just upset that they got woken up at 3 a.m so they didn't do a good job because they were annoyed that they had to be woken up and so the littlest things are like people who fuck up 
like we had two officers the one was their brothers full-blown domestic violence abuser used his police status all the time and his brother helped cover it up so it was like that nepotism you know where people get put in places where they can help you whether it's family friends whatever and so people aren't held accountable and that's just they're all forms of cancer in the system that people think works for them and on the county attorney note since i'm on a little rampage those charges like (laughs) so on that flip side that you can be charged and sentenced and forced to serve that entire sentence regardless of what evidence you had and things like that on that flip side i've had multiple cases where charges weren't filed on total slam duck like tied up in a bow cases because of stupid shit where like the county attorney basically said like well i don't feel like i can defend this so it's not worth (sighs) trying and you're like well i had a county attorney tell me that they had a moral obligation to the taxpayers to not try cases they weren't confident they could win because they would be wasting taxpayer money and i was like but what about the taxpayers who are your victims (laughs) <laughs> who would rather you try to do it because that's why you fucking exist and your job is here and lose than you not at all like give them a plea deal half the time people would take a plea deal we all know that where i advocate for people not taking plea deals <laughs> but people are breast, no one should ever take a plea plea yeah. deal but most Everything of these are the agreed even for your traffic ticket but you know when i've got pedophiles here i'm like no he should take a plea because he's not going to see anything else so so it like works sometimes but then you know obviously there's the balance and so it doesn't work so there are victims who will never see justice in the system and it starts with the officer showing up on scene all the way through the judge and that was one of those realizations i had sitting there with a victim and and so a what you're saying is there's several points in the system that something could just fail completely every point every single point <laughs> Well, every point has the potential. Let's talk in the best thing. The cop does the right job. The fucking prosecutor does the right job. The judge fails. Yeah. It could just be a notification that he was being released. That happens all the time. I had the jail call a victim that, you know, like, hey, he's being released. And she's like, I know he's in my kitchen. He's been here for six hours. Fuck me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if he had killed her, like, we were all in trouble, buddy. <laughs> so even stuff like that, like, you know, it just... And and again, that speaking of survival mode, victims are in survival mode. They've just been through a traumatic event. They don't have time to fight the system. They don't care what their rights are. They're literally just trying to get through the day and not have nightmares and drink enough water. Being an adult is hard, man. Yeah. And being a traumatized yeah. victim of the state or otherwise. The system is oh so defeating. God. And I nine times out of ten, that's my conversations with my clients. And we work around the system. We keep them safe in different ways. And it, one of the saddest things for me is like you see that they're usually older people. The sad part is you have to work around the system to keep people safe. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because it will put them in a situation where they're more unsafe. And the saddest part for me is when I have these older people who find themselves, because we've had a rash of like adult kids, you know, taking advantage of their elderly parents and like financially and then physically, because there's, you know, usually substance abuse and stuff. And so we have these adults who they've never been a victim their entire life, have never needed the system in any way, shape or form. They just thought every cop did a good job. Like your County attorney was always there to help you get, you know, justice and get the bad guy. And then they step foot in the system and realize that nobody gives a shit. Literally. About anything. And they, they're like crushed by it. 
raise their kids like that and their mm-hmm. kids are the ones robbing and beating them oh yeah there's something <laughs> like, about elderly or don't get me don't get me wrong i find no joy in that whatsoever like that's a horrible horrible thing no there's a reason but, why your adult male son is living at home with you in his 50s and he beats you up because you won't give him your credit card to go buy beer <laughs> like, yeah, you, yeah. you got the ball a few years ago mom the cops aren't yeah, gonna run that in college Oh, and also, those women tend to be the ones that when I call them and help them and stuff, she's like, that's not what I wanted. He can come home. <laughs> okay. okay, June, you enjoy that. Right. Yeah, good right, luck. Yeah. We're, go right back to it. You haven't learned your lesson yet. Yes. No, but Christ. there's these well, like super hardcore status bootlickers that grew up with it, had no idea, all American dream. And then they're like, holy shit. And they're super jaded. And when I see him leave, I'm always like, oh, that was a rough pill. Like, sorry for that well, black no, pill, but enjoy. <laughs> This leads perfectly into the whole situation around the the Ilvade. I, I'm probably fucking up the pronunciation, so sorry to the Texans and and the uh, and the Mexicans. But um, but uh, no, like the the shooter, he the first person he shot was his fucking grandmother, who he was living with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. L- literally, this this A type, you know, personality that you're on about, where they're they're, they're just like, ah, grandma's just a fucking piggy bank to be smashed when I get bored of, like, Correct. you know, when, when I just fucking snap. Like, Jesus Christ. Do you think that's just like, you know, people, of course, um, the scapegoat, uh, the search for the scapegoat is always the first thing everyone rushes to in a tragedy. It's like, well, is it is it a inanimate object that can that has a capacity to cause death? Um, no, because someone had to pick that fucking thing up. Is it, I've, I've seen Republicans, like, there was a thing on Fox saying, like, pot is increasing violence. It's like, dude, <laughs> pot, pot, is, pot is the only reason, I, I'm gonna have to bleep this, I haven't fucking, <laughs> pot is the only reason I haven't glued <laughs> yet. Um, sure. I've said that before. That's why I haven't, you know, people are alive today because I smoke marijuana. <laughs> it has brought me down to a, a much better level and helped me analyze what's good in life and what's important and turn off that stupid monkey brain from having your head stomped on every fucking day by, uh, you know, <laughs> by a monstrosity. Society. I, to, I went to a concert and the opener was Jim Brewer. For whatever reason, they had a comedian as the opener. And he did a little skit. He was talking about, like, if you gave, you know, obviously it's full length, but this is a short bit. Like, if you gave a shotgun to a crackhead, he's going to kill everybody. If you give a <laughs> shotgun to an alcoholic, he's going to kill himself and his family. If you yeah. give a shotgun to a stoner, he's going to be like, I can make a bong out of this. <laughs> I fucking love those videos from Nam of the, the boys out in the jungle uh taking taking bong hits through a shotgun through an 870 or something yeah, fucking... nobody's really that motivated and if you're smoking weed and it's making you have thoughts like that like you probably there's honestly probably a mental health concern because there are certain yeah. mental health things like marijuana can exacerbate but those are rare but yeah like the, the hunt for the scapegoat i wouldn't know anything about that no yeah, no no <laughs> <laughs> hey, like hey, hey guns you want to kill anyone yet uh, Nah, not yet. <laughs> like, all right, take another hit. <laughs> just have a, just be like, all right. I enter the chat. Like, <laughs> all yeah. the free weed. <laughs> I'm a Fed's wet dream, dude. <laughs> I think this entire podcast is a Fed's wet dream, but you know, it's it's how we socialize. So fuck it. We'll, they we'll, think we'll we're write... funny. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, really, I've I've talked to 
fed adjacents like you know lots of lots of military guys who were pretty far into their career and stuff who were mm-hmm. like yeah dude i'm just chilling and like you know smoking pot and trying to trying to get my homestead started now thanks to the e-militia i'm like fuck yeah dude it, yeah. it'll be worth whichever one of us gets arrested first um i like to think so anyway i but... think i talked about me and um pat <clears throat> i'll drink to that oh dude i met pat for the first time at childerberg this weekend what oh that's awesome oh i love i love you pat i love that yeah yay pat so we what, have what like a friendly people. competition to see like how many like cops we can get to like quit and of course <laughs> it's like pat infinity miss buckles zero and so he likes to gloat to me and like send me screenshots of different conversations and things like that. And I'm always like, listen, Pat, you used to be a cop. You used to be in the military. I spent a majority of my life avoiding talking to cops. <laughs> and so now that I deal with them on such, you know, this kind of a level, like I have, I bought two extra copies of his book. I wrote on the inside cover of one and I wrote, you're welcome. And I gave it to the <laughs> detective and I said, please take that to the yes. PD. So Pat's book Wait. is making its way through the PD department. The bureaucracy? Yeah, fuck bureaucracy. I yeah. talk about that all the fucking time that yeah. everyone I fucking meet like it yeah. is is a very neutral conversation you can have with anybody like who's well, ever worked who's for any company that's bigger than 3 people. Yeah. Yes. I I think I think Rob's had middle management. Like, I, I always say to people, like, know your audience when you're talking about, you know, government or ideas or philosophy, a- anything like that. But mm-hmm. truly, Pat's book, Fuck, Fuck Bureaucracy, is so uh, not safe. Safe is kind of the wrong word, but if your audience is accessible. not... Yeah, yeah, accessible for one. Uh, multifaceted. All right, all right. We don't need the dictionary. But 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 no. Um, like for people who might not necessarily be ready to talk like politics about you know why everything's fucked, it's like like you can approach them from a very you know facts over feelings thing and not t- not touch on politics at all and make people realize why government is so fucked just discussing bureaucracy you're like well your company you work for sucks because it's bloated and there's a bunch of karens who don't actually need these jobs who are basically on corporate welfare right so like you know it, it's all bloated it's all this just monstrous fucking system and there's all sorts of nonsense in the way that has no bearing on on success and hmm where else have we seen that <laughs> the DMV and yep. every other every other system we're forced to interact with, and you know you can get into that whole conversation. And I, that's that's a I never yeah, really thought about. Starting about that. And then he he ends it in a positive way too, and he gives you options to get out of the system. Yep. That's why it's such a great book. Yeah, it's not just Doomer, and that's one of the things. Like I, part of the reason why I you know I post Doomer shit sometimes, but. Part of the reason why I got into the memes and I enjoy this so much was that like the mental health aspect of it, because, you know, comedy is used as a release so that you can talk about hard subjects without it just being full blown depressive. Well, you know, as we talk about agendas and, you know, what the powers that be want to force us into, they there's they know how some of us think and they know that we know what they're doing, but they want some people to go down those rabbit holes and only focus on that and not live their lives, not better themselves, not do anything, isolate. They don't want us to be conscious and have those communities and know our neighbors. Like I know what most of my neighbors do for a living because I want to know who's a mechanic, who's a plumber, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Cause like, I can't do that shit. And so 
and you just you want to have those people i've always lived my life like that though now i'm more conscious of the reasoning behind it but they don't want you to do that they would love for you to just sit in your house on your phone your computer whatever and just be like yeah these freaking baby eating piece of shit pedophile yep. don't do anything. yes that's what they are but also fuck them i don't want them to make me not want to leave my house because the sun's still great and i'm gonna go swimming and i like to eat food and if they're, if, they're, and, if they're keeping you locked in your house they're winning they've won yeah. yep whether you know what they're doing or not they don't care you've still consented to give exactly. your life away to them. so that's where like when you have all this media that predictive programming that they put out with like the dystopian futures and you know the ai and the robots all this garbage they want us to create that they want us to think that that's the only option we have where we can literally just ignore them don't let the terrorists win yeah <laughs> go outside get some sunshine yes, yes. go get yeah. some sun on your boathole it's good for you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> supercharging supercharge that testosterone i, I right. believe there was at least one one person who was uh tanning their balls at childerberg so nice. shout out to you sir and your uh, testosterone fueled was balls. it appeal to liberty in his delightful short shorts um well <laughs> maybe accidentally <laughs> yeah no fuck, i i loved hanging out with him that was what's we the had... bi- what's the biggest fed you hung out with in Ooh. childerberg Ooh. you you talked to one or two Oh no, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They must have been like kind of bored. The the biggest one. How how was he dressed? Hmm. Well, there's this guy called the most Jay. obvious. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Jay, Jay from Slurp Gang got a lot of comments on being a fed because he had like the the old uh, Miami man like outfit going. Everyone else was in like kind of uh, basically what Arizonans wear year round. Uh, shorts like and a t-shirt, flannels, t-shirt, like not uh, khaki shorts anymore, like camouflage, khaki, khaki, khaki or... trousers, and like a a button up. It was a good look, okay. but yeah. but it stuck out. It stuck out. Um, no serious feds. Ah, no, no one really, really stuck out. But there was a few people I was like, I'm not sure about about passing you mushrooms, sir. <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe it would help. If you're like, uh, I did not know. buy these, and I'm not offering them to you. I'm laying them on this table. I don't yeah. own them. They're not mine. Yep, yep. Mushroom, <laughs> mushrooms are around. Yeah, look okay. at these spilled on the ground. Just like, look what I found. <laughs> no. Act like but, you picked them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I just found or these right over there. Just go full, it, it, big it, energy. And just I've, never had a bad, I've never had a bad chocolate. Mm, yeah. I've never I've had, had a bad chocolate. I, I no. had one that looked like fucking Darth Vader, and it was the shit. No, just Wait, go full super troopers and eat the whole bag in front of them while making direct eye contact. I like they they <laughs> somehow they grind the mushroom up and put it into chocolate, and you just yeah. eat the fucking chocolate. Yeah, it's tasty too. And like I said, the one looked like Darth Vader. It was sweet. Oh, that's badass. Speaking about uh, just keeping on eating them, fucking an appeal to liberty. Like I, me and the. Uh, me and my lady had had ours and uh we we were the only three at the time well no one other guy was having shrooms uh but we'd finished ours and he he was just he just kept on eating them like he was hungry i was like all right yeah 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 (laughs) i'm sure you do you guys hear the uh the promo for my episode of him describing his his 40 year trip through the desert (laughs) yes 
<laughs> yeah, he was he was uh, peak Truman, I believe is the term he used. He he had a good time. Um, but yeah, if we could get you guys out next year, we yeah, were. I, uh, like I said, it's already in the calendar. I'm so worried. I'm gonna have a bad trip. You're not gonna be there next year. Well, I'll still make the trip down. Okay, I'm not. You have to fly. Yeah, like, dude, flying to camp is the hardest fucking thing. Like, you can never I've, take enough gear. Like, I've never done it, so I'm like, fuck. But yeah, yeah, like, I really like, think like, I'm still gonna make the drive just because I'll be able to carry everything I need. Hmm. All right, maybe mm. we'll maybe we'll convoy down. But uh, if you can afford the gas, oh uh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, it'll be ten dollars a gallon by then. It, it, it and the airlines are fucked too. That's a whole yeah, other conspiracy. Been, yeah. Like they're, oh, they're, stopping, they're stopping us being able for, to travel and meet up with each other. Like the whole interference of easy travel works to their advantage. Yep. Uh, that that sucks for me, seeing as all my family lives like you know three thousand miles away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or more. I don't know. Fucking more than that. What well, are you, family? Well, well, you, you well, love well, my move, new family, thankfully. Move closer to me. We can yeah. do Thanksgiving together. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, cute. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll have the E-Militia family uh, Christmas. Um, yeah, just, just let me hit the lottery. That I'll sounds like up. a Lifetime movie special. <laughs> um, fuck, where was I going to go? Oh, no, speaking of like, uh, like, grand conspiracy and stuff what, what you guys were touching on a little bit earlier is the big takeaway from this whole thing is that you know the cops have seemingly been allowed to look really fucking useless and so we had for one they they have been portrayed to be completely useless mm-hmm. and i'm not here to defend cops i'm not saying cops aren't useless <laughs> i just don't think i i think they did more than what you're hearing about they said they did nothing i think they did some well it's and that's that's the thing this whole low information deal Mm -hmm. like we have we have video of them holding down and detaining parents on hot asphalt outside an active school shooting was that them do we have that information is that somebody getting raided i know i just i just heard like like i'm getting i'm getting raided was that a fucking honk? It sounded like a clown honk. I was like, oh my god. Clown world. Someone's honking some shit outside my house. Awesome. No, we have we have a little Usually uh, little... the feds don't roll like that. <laughs> In a little clown car, they just they just yeah. all like, I'm not worried about feds out. right now. I'm worried about something else, something scarier. Yeah. My wife just rolled in her bikini oh, oh, and uh, it might be a golf cart in my driveway. Oh, that would make that sense. That is <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> um, fuck. Oh, are you are you currently being distracted by your, your wife running around in a bikini? Oh, she left. She left. She uh, <laughs> gra- she grabbed some beers and fucking booked. Jesus. Uh, um, I I think there's a golf cart waiting for her in the driveway. Oh, you better you better go and have a chat with that dude. Yeah, you better go investigate a little bit. <laughs> uh, my 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 wife ran away with a man in a golf cart. No, no, she didn't run away. She's using him for his pool. <laughs> I like that girl. I would do the same thing. 
I have a yeah, price. And it's yeah, cool. like nothing shady is happening. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're all good, um, man. She's got, she's got to do the beer. Like her kids are hanging out. I'm just talking shit. Um, <laughs> what we got? Oh, and he's he's a loudmouth fucking. He's hilarious. Like, so you can have too much of him really quickly. <laughs> There's got to be a reason as to why they would want the cops to look useless, right? Yeah. Oh, so this is what we were getting into. Yeah, because yeah, they want federal police. They don't want local police. Yes. They want their cute and, little world government. Yeah. Who, who was the who was the hero? Federal police. Yep. And we still don't know, but that's what they pushed right away. Yeah. Right away. Right away. Federal police came in and saved everything. They were waiting for federal police. And then this gung-ho guy came in out of nowhere, Rambo style, and fucking <laughs> saved everyone. But his head so he's like his head was grazed, so he's definitely a hero. And yeah, it it's interesting. And it's not like this isn't this doesn't come from a completely conspiratorial place, because we've seen evidence for federal agencies being expanded, mm-hmm. despite you know the the popular opinion of everyone, left and right, being like, no, fed, feds fucking suck. You know? No, well, no we one's... know how quickly oh, they pull that narrative. Like as soon as any law enforcement isn't like local law enforcement isn't quote unquote enough they're always threatening the national guard stuff like yep. that it's like, and we oh, see well, that what about this when you know well, once they're, they're, personal they're security expanding they're expanding the capital police yeah yeah that's what i was going to get into we they now have national the capital police now have national officers what the fuck Why? and yeah. then and then the ATF is getting like more local field officers and stuff, and I'm yeah, sure they, that's they happening. Keep like, the they keep has going about the leader of the ATF, and meanwhile, the ATF keeps getting more money and more power. Yep. Well, and people, people don't realize, like, for the most part, like, unless you actually live in like a super podunk town, every city has an FBI field office. It's not like yeah. they put that on the building and advertise it in the phone book, but there is. There's always you. You have at least two agents that work. In yeah, your everyone city. has some uh, some KGB. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, that's something people like. If you wake up to nothing else, listening to us prattle on, like <laughs> realize we live in a a, a very gentrified USSR, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's really hard to confront when you live in the land of the free. But I mean, that's kind of why that that's been the thing of this show since its inception with the Americana kind of vibe, but talking real shit. Like, I love this country, but I hate its fucking government. It's and, a nice way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the way you said that. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's something I've been thinking about a lot because I came here, I moved here because you know, it from a gen- in a general sense, it's easier to live freely like there's more space there's not like that kind of 1984 feeling in every corner there's still some frontier there's still some some wild lands to this country but they're doing their fucking damnedest to eliminate that yeah well culturally we're driven towards rebellion that's what you know what we were founded on blah blah but then you realize that you start seeing where that gets lost as you get closer into bigger cities and stuff like that well that they get to a point where you have to be like on that socialist communist level to survive when you're living in places like that because you depend on other people for your food 
for your transportation, for well, everything. They've, they've broken down the system so hard. Purposefully, yes. That there's no interaction between people that it's all through government. Yep. And then the government is just like, yeah, we're The nanny state, yes. And so they, they create the thing. They've made it into, into one it. system and they fuck up every gear of the system. Yes. Well, anybody with a critical thinking brain knows what dementia looks like. And so <laughs> we know that the person that's on our televisions, that's supposedly the president of the United States, is a puppet. We already knew that, that office, all that stuff. But like, they want you to look at that and be like, I can't believe they let that man in charge. Yes, the system is that much garbage. And they want us to want to collapse it because they want us to have this thing come in. So they you know, want I, succession. I, I believe they do. Like, yeah, because then they can have some bigger, you know, they do. The world government's what they want. Like, I know that sounds like too cuckoo. They believe it's easier to take us over if we just succeed really quick. Yep. And we can that have all these little mini states fighting. A civil war would actually be better for them. Delightful for them. Well, you know, Bilderberger's meeting this weekend, if you know what that is. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've when I've told people about Childerberg for the first time, and they're kind of in the know. They're like, "That what? Yeah. What a bug?" Because you know, yeah, where it gets its name from? Yeah, Bilderberg. Um, so I have never really deep dived that. How much hard evidence is there? This like, is this oh, just a thing? That is, like they put out notes. Like everybody knows where they meet. Like it's the legitimate group that meets and they list like who's involved in it it's, oh so it's like the g8 kind of deal is it different than the world economic forum there's people in it yeah it's like it's more of like um i would almost consider it like a conference kind of a thing like oh, it's yes. more of a, it's not that it's like a group but g8 is a conference yeah you know? yeah i i just pulled up an annual conference established in 1954 to establish dialogue between europe and north america so to make sure that the uh the monarchs and oligarchs transfer their wealth from the old world to the new world. <laughs> and then back again. Yep. yep. To each other. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. So wild. That's just so like NATO or any of the other ones. Yeah. All of that shit is so creepy. Like, I know a lot of people get upset when you're like, uh, you, or some people get upset when you're like, uh, you know, all, all of these old white guys and stuff. It's like, dude. <laughs> These guys are like they—they they are Mayflower, royal-blooded, inbred motherfuckers mm -hmm. with bloodlines that go back like hundreds, if not thousands, of years. They are blue-blooded as fuck, and and it's it's so interwoven. Like I saw something, um, something like pff, over over forty, if not. I can't. I don't. I don't remember if it was all of the presidents or like over forty of them, something like that. Related. I think it was. Uh, or are related to yeah, I think are related I'm to uh, yeah. yeah, royal bloodlines and stuff, yeah. yep. including Obama. Yeah, and that's not even like crazy conspiracy stuff because oh. that I, there was like some little third grade, fourth grade girl who did a school project and found that out, and it became yeah, national news. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that's what. But again, because this is a plan from a long time ago, and that's when you know I okay. I, I come okay. from the conspiracy world. <laughs> Have any of you listened to? Uh, give me. You're gonna be like seconds. Richard Spencer. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, I'm coming from Bill Cooper and Behold a Pair of Horse Land. The Hidden Life is Best podcast. 
See, I don't deep dive any of this. St- this is like the stuff I dip my toe in because I'm like, there's so much real street yeah, shit right yeah. in front of well, us. But yeah, no, it gets well, creepy. Here. You need to listen to this. He only has six episodes. Okay. I can do they, that. They, they take a long time to come up. Each one's like an hour or so. And it starts with like William Shakespeare. It's very British in how like <laughs> William. Uh, uh, what's the guy's name? William Shakespeare ain't William Shakespeare, and it, it it's not like a. It's about a William Francis Bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was gonna say I'd be really interested if it was a if it was one of those shows that says William Shakespeare was actually black. I'd be like, I'm so down to hear no, whatever, no, no, whatever no. this is. <laughs> it's it it's entertaining to me, and what's it called again? There's a lot of history in it. Uh, the hidden life is best. The hidden life is best. The hidden life is best. Sounds like we're. Sorry. <laughs> it sounds a bit culty now. Um, <laughs> okay, I see it. Interesting. Yeah, it's no, mystery. I, I'm into that. So, because, again, like I said this a long time to ago. It. Back to me. Tell me how much you love it. Tell me how much you hate it. I so, want to hear it. I, I've listened to each episode like three or four times. Okay. It's this... entertaining, if nothing else. Like he's got good production value, and some music, and it's good. All of that stuff is so interesting to me because, like, there's so much that affects us on a day to day basis that I try and focus on, like all the prepping stuff. And then there's like something that really turned me off conspiracy was like watching those old school prepper shows where it's like uh you know some guy's got like a some bunker underneath his house and he's got like you know five years of food and guns and stuff i'm like that's that's awesome and then you ask him why he's like well you know it's because because the lizards and like you know whatever else all this other shit and you're like ah like all right dude there's so much real shit to be to be prepping for but they'd always be prepping for like the most ridiculous shit And, uh, and and like i guess the idea generally was that even though, you know, it's pretty pretty sound to be prepping like that. It was always to make them out to be these crackpots and kind of like, you know, the only, no, reason, but, only reason you'd have a uh, need for this is if you're crazy. On but, that show, each one of them had one good idea. Yeah, that was that you was could the other. Take away from me, you could be like, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Everything else was nonsense, but there's like always one good idea about prepping. Yeah, well, like like have, having one cigarette for trading and stuff like that. Well, yeah, even, yeah, just even if you don't smoke, but like yeah, even if you didn't smoke, like it's a it's a good commodity. They definitely want whiskey. Whiskey, yeah, whiskey's my my one because like uh, worst case, if I'm the last fucking man on earth, I can at least enjoy it instead of having like two pallets of smokes when I fucking hate the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like God damn it, I'm just gonna take up smoking and. Whatever, fuck it. No, whiskey is a good, whiskey is a good one. They want the prepper guy. They like him because he's isolated. He's not building a community and like, you know, they building don't. They like him. The most important thing, yeah. Yes, and that's what yeah. I did. So, like I said, I've come from the conspiracy side of this. I was apolitical forever because I learned a long time mm. ago it was bullshit. So I didn't care what they were doing. I knew they were all puppets. I knew they were evil. Whatever. So I didn't care what Based. their current agenda was. I was just. I was looking more into the spiritual side, esoteric, all the occult, all that stuff. So when you get more into it and you realize how much a part of that is in the politics, because it doesn't matter if you don't believe in it, they do. So <laughs> they're, they're doing what they do for a reason. And it was from I a long agree. time ago. 
had a plan. America was built a certain way for a reason. It's literally designed to collapse. Like we are you're, the next. You're gonna love that podcast I just recommended. Sweet. Yes. So that's like the like. So when I'm here, yes, so I yes. feel like I live in two worlds where I'm fully aware of the bullshit evil that's going on. I'm aware of their agendas at all time. I still enjoy life. I like going to the beach. I have fun. I plan Dude. trips. I do stuff. And then I still I'm nice to my neighbors and I try to figure <laughs> out who's gonna make me a sandwich if I can't and things like that. Where because yeah. I what I figured out was okay. So this is their agendas. This is their goal. What don't they want from us? And they don't want us to talk to each other. Enjoy this community and being you know human beings together they want us to isolate and hate each other and literally be the plugged in matrix batteries with our vr headsets living this life not actually living a life yep exactly i would bring up is uh you know they, they, they want us to be those those matrix batteries like you said that are calling the cops on each other for noise complaints yes. like that's that's how isolated they want you <laughs> yeah where you're not even willing to knock on the neighbor's door yeah that like, is the most obscene shit yeah yeah but that's the thing is that's that nanny state we have been coddled into thinking somebody else will take care of stuff for us and that's what makes me sad when i have those older people who come through the system that they're like wait there's no safety net for me <laughs> you're like oh honey <laughs> like, no, nothing. Somebody... everything you believed was a lie <laughs> the, whole, the whole system exactly. that you thought was gonna be there to take care of you is failing you like and just like miserably they're like dragging you through it that's one of the saddest things is to see somebody who's lived their life believing and to realize that realization in their face when they know that everything they've ever been told is a lie is really gut-wrenching you're just like oh come here sweet baby bird like i know you you definitely definitely need a hug right now yeah Yeah. People that's why I'm who so have confused. never been through the court system, even to fight a speeding ticket. Yeah, they have no like, idea. Oh, yeah, no idea. And they're always mad. And they're like, like, this isn't fair. And I'm like, oh, honey, you think you're, <laughs> like, you're oh, the honey. first one? Like, no, you won't be the last either. Like, yeah. more there's more rapists in the system working, punching paper <laughs> than there are in the jail system. Like, <laughs> I mean that hyperbolic. Yeah. Like, I'm just, they're raping you out of money and fines and fees and things like that. And time. Because that's where I was at with people who have, like, speeding tickets and stuff. I'm like, literally take it to trial. Because I come from the mindset of, like, are you going to waste my time and money? Well, we're wasting everybody's time and money. And well, no, I, no, no. See, I've taken lots of speeding tickets to trial. Yeah. And here's the deal. <laughs> like, where I live, where I live, you have to go to court. And then you're allowed to plead guilty, not guilty, or no contest. Oh, and, no, you. and no contest means you're guilty, but like they can't come back at you. At least that's what they tell you right. when you're there. So you plead not guilty, and you're like, I just want to deal with this right now. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> We have to schedule a different court date. Now the cop that pulled you over has to show up. Mm-hmm. And then like, if the co- and then you're like, okay, well, I already did this. I'm going to do the next one. I'll take another day off. Mm-hmm. And so you take another day off and you show up and you're like, you hope the cop doesn't show up because if he <laughs> doesn't, you get off. Because he isn't there to testify. But if he does show up and then you go to the prosecutor and you're like, look, dude, I just don't want points on my license. Like I told this dumb cop when he fucking pulled me over. <laughs> we're speeding. 
Like, I, I'm like, dude, can you just write me a ticket that doesn't give me points on my license? And he's like, I can't lie. And I'm like, that's a lie right there. Yeah, you're like, you're actually allowed to lie, bro. Yeah, you lie all the time, <laughs> you, totally, you totally can, man. I've seen you do it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Remember that time? I was like, just give me a ticket that doesn't give me points. I'll pay the fine. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, we can do that. And I'm like. But it costs 50 bucks more. I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. Convenience fee. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. Because you get points on your license and your insurance goes up and you yep. pay for that for like two or three years. Yep. Dude, I just want to get to the point where we're in the, where we're living in the USSR, USA, USSA, to the point that cops will take bribes way more regularly. Yeah, like the federales in Mexico. I, yes, I was that's told so convenient. I was, teenager and we would like go across the border every so often down in Juarez like I should be dead in a gutter three times over but we would go across the border all the time and I was told to keep at least $60 in cash on me because you could pretty much get out of anything if you just give them at least like 60 bucks was like enough I, mean, and I was okay. like <laughs> yeah yeah bump the hourly rate yeah you're like okay keys phone wallet bribery money good let's go to Mexico yes <laughs> if you're traveling in any dodgy country always have some bribery money secreted away away from your wallet I do. I, I knew don't offer it because they'll just take it and still fuck no. you over you have to I, let I knew the guy who worked for the airlines went mm-hmm. after the Soviet Union collapsed and like you had to pay the mob a fee yeah. to take the plane off and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, hold on to this money. And they're like, what? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to take off at some point. And they only take cash. <laughs> like, okay. Wow. And yep. like, his normal thing was like to fix the plane was broke and put gas on it. And they're like, hold this money. Wow. Yeah. But yeah that, there's obviously room for corruption like that. That's easy. Yeah, well, but that, that's, that. that's how it should be in a capitalist <laughs> thing. Hey, pay me. Like, maybe not in cash. Like, maybe we have a better system than that. Well, I mean, the, the going rate these days from a from a cop is usually uh, being put down on your fucking knees and either being executed or giving heads, so... Yeah, they do prefer thrill kills these days. Not gonna lie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. So we've done the federal police. Um, what the fuck else was going? Oh, the fucking! I mean, you guys must have seen the mother that ran into the school. Yeah. Right? Yes, and She's... got her two kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's fake. Fuck. Hey, oh my god! Really? Jamming it down your throat. Like why? Like why do they keep jamming this lady down my throat? And, like, the guy that actually ran in that you see, originally you seen all the memes of his head being skinned and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to kill the shooter. Why do I see him none? I haven't even seen that. Exactly. Exactly. Who has? No I one. I, no, no one. No, well, okay. <laughs> no one. No You've one. seen some pieces parts, but you haven't seen, like, like, he had an interview. He did an interview about how he went in unarmed. And didn't go like far enough to the shooter because the cops had it under control, and he got his kids out, and then he left. Wait, I thought that guy had a shotgun. I heard another fucking story that was like yeah, really yeah exactly you did where he, where he got a shotgun from a barber because he, he didn't have a gun on him or something, and he ran. Yeah, in. I heard that whole fucking conspiracy theory build up. 
Oh like, my god! I, I heard he had his kit in his car, and then it made it to he got a shotgun from a barber. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Who the fuck has that kit in the car but not a gun? He didn't have his kit in his car. He didn't even oh. have a gun. He went. He he was at the barber and left and went there. I heard that. And yes. he he was a federal agent. And he knew everyone in town, so they allowed him into the situation. And he got his kids out because the cops had to do barricaded. And from what the guy says is that uh, the cops were breaking outside windows of the building and getting actively getting kids out. That's hmm. what the hero that the media like portrayed said in an interview oh, I'm not playing that which is weird that is weird you'd figure they'd be all over that yeah I it see doesn't fit the agenda right he said the cops were doing a good job and he could have said that because he he knows them and he's like uh uh he doesn't want to not say it, but uh, he's the one person that they want to pinpoint as being there, but not tell you what he has to say. So the other thing, um, the, I guess, police commander in charge of, like, the incident at the time of the chief. Was, the chief, yeah, was it was in the middle of transferring into a political position. Yeah, say like city council or something. He had just been voted on to. Yeah, and, and so um, the the really confusing thing, and I mean, Christ, this is a whole other part of it as well, is that um, apparently local police are now not cooperating with uh, like you know wider police agencies at large in terms of information and like sharing stuff because I guess they've realized what a what a spectacular fuck up it is for them. And so the the word on the ground is that they're now refusing to cooperate with, you know, other agencies and stuff to kind of cover their ass. So fuck only knows what's true out of that and what that actually means, you know? You guys heard about any of that? Yes. Yes, I've heard a lot about it, and it's going to keep changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, like what you said, like, uh, and not everything about it is true, like, uh, the the cop that became the civil service agent and had the election under they didn't have a ceremony because they were worried about it. He was the chief of police for uh, it wasn't even a it was for the school district. He was the chief of police for the school district or something like that. It was his official title. That exists, uh, huh? So that exists. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I well, guess so. Will have like private police, just like universities. And supposedly he won the election beforehand. Yeah, and it was like it was I've heard just... that. Yes, yes, he was. So five days ago, he was sworn in as a city council member behind closed doors. Is what I'm seeing. And he was the school district police chief prior to the city council position. So, like. Clearly, this guy, you know, he's plugged in, and 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 oh, he—he's the main guy. He was in charge. He was the scene commander, or whatever the official thing is. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't and, have a radio on him, and, and, and they've kind of silenced them. 
Yeah, like, I, I've seen a lot of information from him, and he no. was so like, why is that? Well, he's probably probably a convenient scapegoat because I like like you said, I've not seen anything from him. I've just seen pictures of him. Um, I think he's a scapegoat too, and he knows it, and he's trying to avoid it. But watch him conveniently have a heart attack in the next couple weeks. He might if he keeps resisting. That's one thing well, I have seen in my cuckoo research is a lot of times <laughs> the people who die in some of these incidences, like their loved ones end up dying around them in pretty quick succession, like heart attacks, car accidents, suicides. And you're like, <laughs> either like, you know, the universe hates that whole fucking family and there's a curse. Oh, or... don't, don't, don't go down you... that road unless no. you know the person already has some confidence because like then you're just a crazy person oh i already am well, got that label but yes but that's what like even like the teacher who was killed the fourth grade teacher or whatever her husband died of a heart attack like yes or whatever yes. and i was all mm. mm-hmm. yeah it's like oh well that's nice and neat isn't it because she was she the only adult casualty i think I there was two but yeah two well, I, I, that's two now but it could change <laughs> Because they've been spending a lot yeah, of time avoiding the actual casualty mm-hmm. number since, like, the first okay. day. Yeah, 19 two. children and two teachers. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, so I guess it was... Uh, I mean, uh, I think Guns made a meme about this. Like, these are still real deaths. Yeah, no, like, that is... not forget this, like... No, correct. They, but that's the, the thing. They like they're willing to do that. They're literally willing to kill children. We know exactly. that exactly. They're killing children. Like these are actual deaths. Like we're not taking this in light. This isn't. This we're and not making jokes actors, about right? it. We understand. No, they like, sacrifice these kids. Like full stop. Yeah, yeah. They that, sacrifice that's the kids. The, that's the weirdest conspiracy thing for me. I mean, I believe that such a thing is possible. But when it comes to like mass casualty events they want real bodies they want real grieving yes. victims and that that yeah and even like the crazy energy that that puts behind it's a literal sacrifice like they are murdering children on purpose for their game yeah and, and and this goes back to like operation northwoods where they were talking about killing american citizens to start a war they were talking about doing a a terror like 9 play yeah a, a play terrorist attack on american soil in order to start a war and if you think they just came up with that idea and they filed it away and they never thought about it again. Uh, yeah, well, right? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, like, you, up, that up again. you had brought up MK Ultra a little bit earlier and that was one of the things. Kind, kind of jokingly, but. Well, you know, they've admitted that happened. Like Bill Clinton apologized for it however many <laughs> years ago and things like that. But uh, my joke when people are like, well, yeah, we know it. They told us what they did. I'm like, do you think they tell you what? Because, you know, when they tell you the fucked up shit that they do and they have to declassify it, I'm like, do you think they let out what works and what's still working? <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, they killed a bunch of people in this way, but whoops, the, the successful ones that they've killed people through, you don't know about those ones. Yeah, because they're working and they're still utilizing them <laughs> yeah. today. So yes, mm-hmm. I, I I'm sure in like eighty hundred years it's going to be coming out how there was like the mass encouragement of people to just eat fucking or maybe not. trash food or maybe not. Well, if, I, if, if they do, if what they do works, then now <laughs> who knows? Yeah, you know, 
I mean, well, they may know, but they won't care. That's the thing is like people know about Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and all that. Like they know about that. And yet they're like, "Ah, like nobody's in an uproar that. Oh, and and much older stuff where it's like, 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 there's um, only one pedophile island. Like there's multiple billionaires. Like I I like to think people are resilient and eventually they'll revolt because they, they can only take so much. And and the authoritarian always wants to push more than what they can take. Well, that's why their agenda is multifaceted, though. It's not just about that. Like, they've literally bred it into us. Like, they, you know, through the food and the environment and all that crap, like our literal water, the drugs. Yes. Like, they have literally bred us through the school systems. We don't want, they want us mindless. And they're doing a very good job. So, they but are, they, but they on are. the flip side, see, I want to switch on that Doomer vibe because, again, yes, they're doing a really good job. But even some of those people can still be woken up, and that's why, like you said, gauge your audience and see what you can talk to people about. But one of my favorite things is I like to call it being like the rock in the shoe. I like to be a rock in people's shoe, and I like to have conversations and just like drop little nuggets about stuff that hopefully they'll like question later. Just like plant a little seed so that when they actually go out and about and see it again, they're like, ah, fuck. And then they just keep chewing on it because it's stuck and they're like, God damn it. And they're like, fuck, Buckles was talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, lately at work, I haven't even been that. uh, I've just been dropping it on them. (laughs) (laughs) One guy's like, why do you got that A on your fucking level? I'm like, I'm an anarchist. And he's like, yeah, that's what I thought it meant. All right. Well, like, let's talk about that. (laughs) yes let's talk about that yeah yeah the the other day at work like the whole you know the shooting came up and i was like yeah the cops were cowards and everyone was like um i'm not sure about that i was like yeah they waited outside while kids got killed yeah (laughs) that's also what mainstream media reported yeah which is sus we're all sus which is (laughs) sus as fuck like if mainstream media is reporting exactly what I, i thought well, when you, I was saying say that the day after, but it's still like your mindset you know. to just be like, how are how are they utilizing this? But no, I get it that the people you work with are like, no, no, the cops couldn't ever do it. Yeah, anymore. yeah, they did everything they could. I was like, they really fucking didn't. <laughs> you know, that's a uh, like a safety mechanism people do unconsciously, like for themselves. Like, if people admitted to themselves how much danger they were really in, like they'd go insane. Yeah. And so no, people seriously. have to like minimize and kind of be like a certain level of delusional to like function in the world. Like, no, no, the police will totally save me and I'm never going to be a victim of anything and everything's great. And there's not baby eating pedophiles running the world. Everything's great. And my vote counts. <laughs> yeah. Santa it's a, it's a much, what, what do they call that? The uh, inconvenience? Those are barriers they built because it's easier than fighting back yeah well yeah i I don't think i think that's compatible (laughs) it is well it is also an excuse for like continued laziness like you know that is that somebody will always exactly exactly Mm -hmm. yep yeah whenever i whenever i tell people my kind of grand plans for where i want to end up and being self-sustainable and all that they're all like oh man that sounds like a lot of work i'm like yeah. yeah, yeah, like life is a lot of work, dude. It's, it's not responsibility just... for yourself is a kind of a lot, and but yeah. the more responsibility you have, the better. It's nice. My yeah. idea of self-sustainable doesn't mean I have to produce everything I want. No, right? Like yeah, I that's... think 
Uh, yeah, like a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to produce everything. No, no, no. no. That's you why you have a that. conscious community so that you, you know who's got what. Because yeah. what if you're allergic to chickens or something? You can't even have having chickens. A, having a skill don't hurt either. Like no. a lot of people want a garden. Cool. Like turn a wrench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, even like yeah. some, like a lot of people that have, I know that have been getting into like crocheting and sewing again. And I'm like, that's, that's a good. big skill. That's yes. Good. You're going to need to learn how to darn a sock because you can't buy more. If everything fucking collapses down and people need to fucking learn how to sew, and that's, they want you to think with the baby formula thing, oh they want gosh. you to think that America can't produce for itself. And the now, because of their regulation, they're making a break on it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we're going to save you. We we have this regulation, and we're not getting rid of it. We're but we're going to save you and bring in some extra baby formula just because we love you. Really late when yeah, yeah that, that was a long problem with it. That was a pretty wild thing because that was the first that I've seen in my lifetime, the first really public display of uh, foreign aid to America, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking wild. And of the most base of needs, like feeding babies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not, not like, well, I, I guess there must, there must have been some, was there foreign aid during like the, Katrina or anything? It's the idea that America can't take care of itself and we need is a global economy. Yeah, like, exactly. We can only survive on as a people yeah. if we all get together throughout the globe, which is false because, like, people in the Midwest can live in the Midwest. Like, people in the desert can live in the desert. Maybe not as many that live there now. <laughs> no, no. But, if, if the world collapses, I'm not living in the desert. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because air conditioning and stuff. Like, yeah, we, the, the Midwest, you need air conditioning sometimes. But you can always go, like, float in a river or, like... Yeah, the closer yeah, to water, here, the better. You, you would have to have some, like, dystopian underground city kind of set up. But, um... Fuck, where was I going to go? Yeah, and people. You don't have to be completely independent, but you have to be useful so you can mm-hmm. trade in and out. Well, once... Oh, or just buy a bunch of silver. As an adult, <laughs> yeah, is knowing when too. to ask for help. That's a skill, is knowing when you need help. I when agree to ask with that, because I'm so for. bad at that, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I... I work on it every day. And it's very, very, very slow progress. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm horrible at asking for help, and I know that. That doesn't mean I, I'm better at asking for help. <laughs> Rezzy, are you a few drinks deep? Couple. <laughs> yeah, what, what I was going to talk about uh, was we've seen a lot of, like, our media kind of angle towards talking about like the end times and government kind of failing in, in like very recently. And it's like, Oh, what? That's kind of interesting. But then what's the solution? Like whenever they talk about corruption stuff, Mm -hmm. the solutions never like, Oh, the people like became free and they figured out for themselves. And now they're like autonomous. It's always no, they, they like reformed democracy and democracy came back and they just talked a little bit better. They voted a little harder and everything turned out. Okay is, like, always kind of the solution to dystopia that we see in, like, modern media. Like, the, the solution to a bad government 
is a better government. Right. <laughs> and so what you guys were saying about the whole World Economic Forum and like the federalization of police and, and what we we're just talking about with the, the foreign aid kind of thing and, you know, that whole globo, <laughs> globo thing. Yeah. The plug into the globalism, you know, like that's the only way you're going to make it in this in this scary new world. And so many people are so quick to dismiss the the great reset thing. Right. And just because it's so like. Well, then, then they just partnered. The World Economic Forum and Meta or Meta, however you want to say that, just partnered together. So what does that? Oh, tell like Meta, like Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that's I creepy. Great. They're openly <laughs> advertising each other now, and you, when you find out that the WF has their own police force and has for like ten years now, like what? <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm sure some, I'm sure many of our our listeners will have seen that. Well, the uniforms are cool because I'm going to collect them. I mean, yes. that's, that's quite I a pack that they have. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's a distraction. Well, yes. you think... Because people think that. They're like, oh, well, the, these are going to come to America and the UN's going to come to America and I'm going to collect helmets. No, it's not. It's coming from within. Mm-hmm. Like... No, I, I agree with that. Everyone, everyone always jokes yeah, about, no like... One, no one's coming for your gun in a blue helmet. No, no, it, it'll be. You're going to be starving. Sunshiny episode. I, I love, I love how you say it as well. Like it, it's never like ultra doomery. Like yeah, because you're going to be starving. It's like oh my <laughs> fucking, <God. laughs> it's so polite. So it says it's so nice, but I'm like, it's just hiding true. behind my couch. <laughs> um you're like this is what it is man well, we ha- i was um, having a conversation with i so i have a friend who works diplomatic security in afghanistan he's like a paramedic or something and mm. he's currently there right now and he had texted me like hey shit's getting weird i hope you have some extra food stored up and i was like yeah i'm good bro thanks and so my friend me and another friend got talking on that subject and there's little things that are convenient like it's convenient the baby food shortage is happening like did you hear about the peanut butter scare <laughs> like there's supposedly like a salmonella outbreak in peanut butter and so they were telling everybody to like dump their peanut butter and i'm like well what are the odds that this calorie rich food that's really great to store and keep on hand and can keep you alive for a long time in a food shortage and now it wants to be dumped well and and we just had what was it i i'm pulling the numbers out of my ass but i think it it might have been something like the fourth biggest uh egg processing plant in the country just just went up at the same night like last this oh really one up yeah different states yeah and god damn it yeah god damn it like, well, <laughs> 20 food processing plants so maybe it's up to 40 now but last i read it was 20 and, and, you know and, people are like oh that's just a coincidence because this one was this and they weren't operational at this time of year and i'm like what at this time of year meaning at some time of the year they are operational so just because it burnt down when it wasn't operating means it isn't crucial okay yeah and with stuff like this, I try so hard to remain, you know, level-headed because it's like we could be cherry-picking these things just as much as someone. Like the way um, there was a thread on how uh, mass shooting statistics are counted, or like school shootings are counted, where you know, like um, a drug deal is happening in a school parking lot at three a.m. Um, and it goes bad, and someone gets shot, and that is then counted because it's three or more, or four or more, whatever it is. I think it's three or more for a mass shooting. Um, then it's counted as a, a school shooting because it happened within the vicinity of the school. Not that it was violence against children in a school. It's just like it happened in the parking lot. 
mm-hmm. after hours. So it's cool shooting. So at the same time, I I'm definitely leaning much harder towards the fact that um there is some fuckiness going on with the supply line and I'm I'm sure there's some creepy stuff happening with with uh you know sabotage and stuff. But I do have to just kind of like put a pin in it and like hit the brakes every now and then and be like are we just reacting the same as the potential you know it, are we being as much useful idiots at like we've been talking about as the other side who yes. are like no 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 we but need more wrong, you yeah. on your neck yeah but that's what to- i was saying before we're like they want you on either side they want you to give up regardless whether that's give into their yes. system or be so aware that it sucks that you don't live a life yeah no very well said yeah well is your reaction doing anything yeah there you go no, like, are you just wasting energy reacting to something that you have no ability to change? It yeah. fuels my well, rage like, as I knit sweaters for children. Yeah, <laughs> and like, the nuclear holocaust to come. Using energy to knit sweaters is something you can do. Mm-hmm. Using energy to stop the nuclear holocaust or World War Three. <laughs> yeah, like, not gonna happen. Like, I do that on the side when I'm. Ain't got nothing else going on. I just got thoughts going through my head, but like you have to live your life. I, well, but I live in a world where I am convinced that our memes make a difference. <laughs> oh no, they do, and that's why I do them. There's some bureaucrat. You gotta live your life. Yes, and enjoy say, it, and like enjoy it, and don't doom and gloom. Like, feel guilty about enjoying. Life goes it. on. Yes. Like, yeah. like through every conflict ever. People just still had to live their life. Mo- most people, like, like World War One, World War Two, like, like most people just like kept living their life. That's actually the most punk rock like, shit right there. Is to like live your life was, and be happy when they want you to be miserable. It was harder. Find the happiness in it and figure out how to survive. Yeah, you're sitting there with trench foot. Just put a smile on your face, you fucking cunt. Yeah, Whatever, right? you, you need one less sock. <laughs> no, no. cut it off quick <laughs> but no, no that, that's that's like the key to being happy with the human condition is like that there will always be some kind of bad times to live through it's not just like shit was perfect for our parents or their parents or their parents or whatever like everyone's had some kind of struggle ours unfortunately is the uh the slow collapse of the state uh, <laughs> and um you know that's kind of a fun thing to live through I think everyone keying into this right now, and I think we're the people to deal with it. <laughs> well, when I was younger, I read a lot of books, and I read like Anne Rice and vampire books and stuff like that. I was that moody teen, and I was always jealous of vampires because they got to watch history. And so, like one of my favorite mm. books she had written, one of the vampires, like literally got to watch the entire collapse of Rome and like got to watch it burn. And I was always like, oh man, I would, I would love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> and then I, as an adult, I'm sitting here like making memes, and I'm like. Oh, I am that fly. But I'm not an immortal vampire. I'm living in it and I have to feed myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm literally in the middle of, yeah. of Rome. Fuck. Yep. <sighs> God damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is though. You got, yeah. you got to live your best life. Yes. Indeed. And be thankful yeah. for the little things. The whole collapse fucking bother you. Like you still got to enjoy yourself. It's Correct. coming down. Yes, it's happening anyway. You can't stop that train. And like Get when I talked that. about the 
memes and the mental health and the like avoiding the doom and gloom like that grateful attitude makes a difference like be grateful for even the small bits because you know like even talking to you about going camping and shooting guns like i forget how spoiled i am where i live when it comes (laughs) to firearms and the freedom of camping and even my town like in arizona compared to other towns in arizona like through the pandemic and all that garbage like my life really didn't change and it was nice and so i'm very blessed and i try to remember that like every morning when i go about my shit and I'm always like fuck these people and then I'm like I, just I, I was reminded the other day I was reminded the other day I made a meme about how times are about to get worse mm-hmm. and everything and the guy's yes, like a guy's like dude you don't live in the ghetto times are already worse yeah I was like fuck you know I mm-hmm. don't see that that's not my but he's like yeah times are worse and I'm like I get that cool like I've been there I'm not there right now so I can't talk for him but Right. If you're saying times are already that bad, then what can I say? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that was um that was like a real I, I hate to like pound on about Childerberg, but it was it was like a little pop up uh Anarcho village for the weekend yeah. for Memorial Day weekend. And like seeing Childerberg is incredible and, and I'm I don't, I think there's something in Arizona buckles. You might have heard about it there's some kind of like little hippy dippy kind of gathering of of similar minded people i have not um i need to i need i i forgot what the fucking name is i need to look into it but um yeah there's there's a few little festivals like this where people get together and you see what a bunch of people self-policing and freely associating looks like in actuality and when you're when you're like mixing with like-minded people who are all on the same level, and you're like, "Huh, this is literally just how humans are meant to exist." Yeah. Like literally, your tribe, people that you associate with, that you feel safe around, that are your your people, it is so phenomenally, wildly fucking different to the day to day, where you're giving everyone, you know, these little side glances, and you're like, "I have no idea what your fucking deal is." When you see someone a little bit sketched out, it indescribable and we we had that like a microcosm of that when we when we got together for our our little e-militia gathering in Havasu but like being around a few hundred people like that like they you know they say whatever you're uh like the the average amount of people that you should feel comfortable around you know going back to those uh those that monkey brain is like around 150 or so Mm -hmm. depending on you know how good you are at socializing just tribal shit um but yeah, just being around like just a small number of people like that. Holy shit. I recommend I highly recommend it on any level, like whatever community you can find out there. Just finding people and everyone who's participated in like some kind of wider organization or something has felt that in some way, but that's just that as a lifestyle is what everyone should be angling towards. Yeah. Well, that all of a sudden like it was frowned upon to have like a simple life. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was old fashioned, and you got to move to the big city to like make something of yourself. Was kind of like yeah. the attitude of of progress. Or sometimes <laughs> your purpose is just be existing and growing carrots. You don't yeah. have to, you don't have to live in the country and grow carrots to be simple. No, yeah, you don't. Just don't no, no. the corporatism and the. Well, it's just really taking of everything. Like you don't need twelve TVs. You don't need ten pair of shoes. Like 
or vice versa. Yeah. Yep. I, I really, I would love to see cities die off and then be kind of brought back as people are like, oh, we fucked that up, you know? <laughs> and I, How I, that happen, though? Well, I, I think we're kind of seeing the very, very early stages of it. Like, you're seeing people kind of... The mass like, exodus from California. Well, yeah, and it's kind of... What I see is kind of a trickle-in, trickle-out in all sorts of different places, like, uh, you know, Phoenix or Austin or any of these more... Uh, not not Austin necessarily, but like big, eh, kind of Austin. Anyway, a- anywhere where there's more of a conservative attitude, but in mm-hmm. a city, lots of progressives from these dying coastal cities and, yeah. and blue states and stuff Nashville's are moving there. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, oh, cost of living sucks and taxes are too much, blah, blah, blah. So they move to these places and then they just make it like where they came from. And so then all of the people who were established in these cities are like, ah, fuck, well, you know, my family only came to the city like, you know, my grandpa is the one that moved here. I now need to return to what he was doing because my parents had a, a fucked up idea of staying here and doing this, you know, return to tradition and all that. So they're like, oh, fuck this. I'm going more rural. And so you're seeing then them running away from the, you know, the coastal people coming into their cities. And I think give it like 10, 20 years, people are going to be like, oh, all of those people who left when we we moved here had the right idea. And I, I truly think as rural living becomes more popular and we see these, you know, the gradual trend upwards with like things like homeschooling and well, technology commun- makes that possible. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you can work for like, you know, you can do all sorts of cool jobs remotely now and it's like cheaper and, you know, honestly better for the environment not running ac for like massive um buildings and keeping it on at home for your dog all day and all that kind of shit you know like that's just kind of the the sensible way of the future uh, larkin rose would just say that's inevitable yeah and i i truly i feel i feel like it is and you know it's not going to be for everyone there's there's cities will always carry on existing but i think they're going to become they're going to be more centralized around I don't, well, want to say, I don't want to say a corporation, but like a product. A, a city will be good at casting steel. Yeah. Because like, like yeah. some cities, like shipping everything, that just makes sense. It, sound, it makes it and, totally sound like the Hunger Games. But, <laughs> or like each district had their own specialty, but, like coal, But they don't have to do that. Like they could also be in like medical. Well, you know what I, I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not like, but some cities like will, but it could be, it could be in a smaller, like as, as technology, as technology goes on, a 3D printer, you're a manufacturer. You can now manufacture whatever you want. Right. Not whatever we, you want, but it, like, so, a lot of things. Yeah. So stuff like that is going to eliminate the kind of desire and the need to centralize things. And also at the same time, as kind of, like, and this like, is this will just talk out my ass as people kind of get less and less happy with the state of government, which is pretty, you know, we're it's getting pretty bad right now. People are getting more and more no- noticing of it, uh, regardless of their politics. I think the you know the rural control will eventually drop off, and we're going to see people kind of. I'm I'm like talking wild hopes here, but this is my optimism talking. I I, I think it's just going to become far more promising to live rurally and far like just a better lifestyle it's going to be like people living proof of concept now people are going to be early adopters you know the the mass wave of new homesteaders and in 10 to 20 years when there's 
this actual visible culture of it, this unde undeniable culture of it, and seeing the success of it, it's going to be like, oh, well, why the fuck are we still doing C's? So, that's how I think that's going to happen. <laughs> and and why they, they might become a little bit desolate in the future, you know? Because there's just going to be less demand for it, naturally. They're just going to be shitholes to live in. And they already are. <laughs> but it's just going to get worse as... as they try and death grip onto this way of well, doing things. Well, these giant cities. Yeah, they, they'll always exist, but I uh, think they're gonna—they're not gonna I, become. I think, I think they'll shrink a little bit. I don't know. There's a, well. I hope so, but I, I think, yeah, no, I, I I hope so too. But you think New York can maintain itself forever? No, I mean you've you already see it in places like Orlando where they just you know they don't use old buildings they just build new ones and <laughs> like give it a few natural disasters and just you know it being too expensive to clear places cities are just gonna, gonna become well, that's that's kind of the build back better agenda though you don't you don't see that like florida has all these fucking little bit older buildings not like old where i'm from like we're like those are new buildings because they're built in the 70s and 80s and 90s Wait, so what is the Build Back Better agenda? Because I, I saw a meme today saying, like, I haven't seen one one single Build Back Better hat. <laughs> well, you can't, really, you can't really Build Back Better until you destroy what's already there. Build, <laughs> what a campaign promise. Build Back Better is also, uh, you'll eat bugs and you'll own nothing and you'll like it. Well, well the actual, the actual uh, I think it was World Economic Forum. Yeah, did, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The actual World Economic Forum was like, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Exactly. Yeah, that's what Bill... They also came up with Build Back Better, which uh, Biden took from them, like, a year later. Like, he was like, well... <laughs> weird, huh? Well... <laughs> I, hearing you hearing you explain it with a slur, it makes me go like, hmm, I'm going to have to Google that. But, no, honestly... Oh. Google it. <laughs> Google it. Uh, or duck, duck, it. Um, although that compromised rip. Fuck knows what tearing it all down will really look like. It's gonna be a whole well, lot well, scarier. My, my yeah. thing is... is it's gonna be slow. No, you don't even know. No matter slow. what it looks like, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, shit's gonna be a lot different. People are gonna have a lot harder lives. Start learning to live with a little bit less. Yeah. Get comfortable and, being uncomfortable. Yeah, man. yeah. We we have very much been the the man with the sandwich board sign podcast <laughs> as of late. The doomsday bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. The times are fucked. Mm -hmm. But even then, like it, beans. it being hard isn't even going to be like the level that some people visualize, like some third world status where it's like. Dust Bowl era, like we're selling off yeah, our kids. It's gonna, We've just been it's gonna so be hard compared to having forever. three subscription services. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just can't order DoorDash every night. Yeah, you oh, actually fuck. have to cook. Do you think that's a de <laughs> do you think do you think DoorDash is part of the depopulation thing? Yes. They're just making everyone so fucking so fucking reliant mm -hmm. that yes. they we have no cooking skills. Correct. Yes, and you're gonna rely on an automated robot to bring you your meals on wheels. They, it's it's so wild that that already exists. It helps Seeing them. Those little robots is so funny. 
Yeah, those yeah, little robots cool. freak me out, though. Yeah, I'm not are they are they like active anywhere where you guys are? I went to yes, Walmart no. and there's a floor cleaner. That's a robot. A, oh yeah, I saw. I've seen a robot floor cleaner before. Yeah. He beeped at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a hand on your Glock like you're lucky. <laughs> Yeah, no, oh, thank fucking you. hell. I was like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. now now it's excuse me. Soon he's gonna he's gonna be hunting you down through ruins. <laughs> You're like, excuse me. <laughs> I was nice to you. <laughs> uh, my Fuck. name is Johnny Five. You killed my father. Prepare. <laughs> You're not a fan. You want Skynet? Jeez. This is how you get Skynet. We uh that Jesus, it, yeah, it's always, like, in addition to all of this shit going on, robots are still coming, guys. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. quietly in the background. Those They're fucking like... Boston Dynamic robots freak me the fuck out, too. The dogs? Yeah. 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 I need to I need to get uh, Nathan to illustrate some Boston Dynamics targets. Oh. That'd, that'd be kind of sick, because they actually do have kill zones, the uh, the batteries on them. Oh. And because, because the military and police are, you know, that... It's all balanced out without armor or anything on it. At the minute, they're just co-opting civilian models, so they're unarmored. So even like a regular nine mil or maybe even a three eighty could probably penetrate at least spot. Yeah, and then the Atlas, the humanoid one, the spots the dog one. Um, Atlas, I'm pretty sure is also unarmored. So you just hit the fucking lithium battery pack, and it's fucked. But you know, we're on our way to the the T eight hundred, and I'm I'm sure that'll be a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once they get armored, we're fucked. <laughs> You're like ah, fuck. Gonna have to gonna have to drop eight grand on a fucking six beer. The new armor piercing go to actually no, just get fucking anti material rifles. You can spend like a lot less on just a just a single shot like musket fifty cal. And, and suck boy Tony yes. has come up with the plasma gun. Mm. All right, all right. Uh, you can use smokeless matches or black powder for the propellant. You can 3D print everything else. You can cast your own bullets and anything. That's some full out shit right it's, there. It's, Salute uh, to you. It's, elect- it's, it's electronic ignition and solenoid bolt close. <laughs> this is so on brand. I love it. <laughs> Straight out of Fallout. Oh, Jesus. That. Well, yeah, keep that thing on me. We need someone to make a holster for that in case you have to. You're confronted by a fucking police robot. <laughs> um, fuck. Anything, anything else going on that we've missed? Have we set the world right? No, it's fully on fire. It's napalmed, but. <laughs> Enjoy it's the fuck- memes. Go outside, sun your butthole. Yes, yes very important. Yeah, learn how to barn a sock. I'm at peace. Yeah. Yeah, no, I am too. Like, honestly, right now, I'm about to make a pretty big move one way or another to, like, put myself in a better position in life, acquire more resources, and, you know, really, really nail down um, (laughs) a a more sustainable way of living. Yeah, that's all I can do. You know, yep. Like, world is a fuck. Um, you know, keep calm and carry on. What was that when they were kids? It was like, uh, life's a bitch and then you die, so fuck the world and let's get high. <laughs> but it's like, life's yes. a bitch and then you die, so fuck the world and let's go outside. 
So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, so someone someone commented underneath uh, one of my Childerberg advertising posts saying like, "Oh, you think you're going to solve the world by going and doing drugs and camping with other anarchists?" So I was like, "Yes, well, literally. no." <laughs> well, I will. Well, like, like, yes. What was it? Well, uh, ah, oh, fuck. What's the meme? Well, yes. Maybe no, whatever it is. Yes, but no. One. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no. it's like kind of like it's not going to be instant, but you know, I'm going to know. I mean, Christ, uh, just this this one guy who was the he posted something um, afterwards saying like I rub shoulders with you know cypherpunks and crypto nerds and militiamen and hippies and gardeners and agorists and all this, and it's like you know like we, we didn't solve the world, but met a bunch of knowledgeable people and made some connections and yeah feeling feeling good i always feel good coming back from that festival yeah that's and, how it should be yeah like just like oh fuck there's there's plenty of other people out there trying to do something trying to better themselves um just like you know all of us are and you know most of our listeners i should hope are trying to figure out a way to angle themselves to you know <laughs> some stability well, how isn't that making a difference to even just like you know because they say like even if you'd like change one person's life you've made a difference in the world so who's not to say going to these events where you just even reinforce to yourself like okay there are other people even if we're scattered and we don't live close like you know there are other people who understand what's going on and want to do something different for themselves and that that itself is like making a difference because then in your own communities that will spread yeah, and like it, it sounds really fucking corny, but I do consider it pretty revolutionary. People making the step to be like, no, I'm gonna take this beyond just you know the memes I check on my phone and actually plug into a community, a wider community, and to start making contacts because it, it's a it's a hell of a decision to do so, and you know it's it can be a little bit a little bit sketchy your first time <laughs> meeting internet people, but uh, you know now every now's time. Every every fucking time, every time it's like you in your yard. Yeah, that's just <laughs> you're loading your guard the second or third time, then don't step it up. Yeah, it's it's like I don't know. But the, it, it's kind of like meeting regular people too. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that's way more dangerous, like, arguably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well fuck. Um guns, any any wise words for us before we set off? Um, <laughs> you were quiet, so I picked on you. Yeah, I'm just not feeling too good. Oh fuck! Are you dying on the other end of the mic as we talk about the end of the world? <laughs> no, I'll survive, but I just feel a little out of it today. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I'm sorry, bud. Um, anyone else have any wise words? <laughs> if she's not letting you hit, she's cheating. Oh. Fuck! Fuck, dude. That's more doors, more whores. <laughs> that's true that's true um all right <laughs> well on that note thank you guys for listening um go out go out and bear yourself and uh sun your butthole that's right sun your butthole all right <laughs> until next time uh be good guys Bye. later